This is Jessica. And this is Kelly. And this is the Chasing Brighter podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. We have our friend, Mary Ricciardi. She is a lifestyle expert, board certified holistic health coach, certified gut health specialist, certified nutrition specialist, and certified mindset coach. She is the founder of Warrior Strong Wellness and creator of Warrior Strong Lifestyle 365. We're so excited to have you on today, Mary. And what we want to talk about is, you know, everyone kind of talks about the new year um, as this way. They have all these goals. They have these expectations. And what I know we've talked about as you were that people kind of do these goals that are not maintainable and sustainable. And what we want to talk about is, how can you change, like you're ta- you talk about, Mary, so much as that forever lifestyle, right? Making small changes um, that are maintainable and sustainable for life. So welcome. Hello. So glad to be back with you guys. It's always so much fun to talk to you. Um, absolutely. I have this little slogan. I like to say it's a forever kind of thing. And that's wow. the way I believe lifestyle should be mm-hmm. you know, taught. And that's why you know, I created a course to do so because I feel like so often the problem is, is consistency, right? Like we yeah. start something oftentimes right after the new, you know, new year, after holidays, after we've been eating too many processed foods and sugars and stuff. And we're like, I'm going to get in shape again. And then it lasts till about mid-February. <laughs> yeah. And we're back into that cycle. Or like you talk about a, a diet mindset, right? Or, you know, people are like diet starts Monday. I'll, I'll like all of a sudden completely be a whole new person Monday. You know, right? Exactly. So I would, I would very much like people to ditch that whole diet culture, the diet mentality, that quick fix mentality. That oh, I got to jump on the scale every day mentality. Um, Instead, um, what I do is I like to bring people through what I call the four D's. Mm -hmm. So number one D is deciding. Yeah. Correct. So we just want to decide that we've made up our mind, we have decided, we've Mm -hmm. decided to change, we want to make change, we feel there's a dip, there's something that needs to change, either we feel maybe really sluggish, we're just not feeling ourselves, maybe we're getting sick too often. It's an immune system thing, you know, like, and so we've decided, like, I'm ready, I'm ready. That's the biggest D, I think, because yeah. if you decide, you know, someone can say, well, you need to do this. But if you don't decide that, how are you going to truly change? Yeah. Right. Because you have to make that decision. And what I've found is that, um, you know, we get so caught up in like, we got to do it all. We got to do it all. <laughs> and yeah. instead, just start where you are and just do what you can. Right. Yeah. So, for instance, water. Just start drinking more water. That's a huge one. I drink tons of water. I'm drinking water right now. I have to drink water all day long. And yes, it's better than drinking a 20 Cokes. So just one thing, a little tiny, small thing, like the power of one. Yeah. Right? I like that. And so once you've made up your mind, I like to, when I work with my clients and in my course, I just help them to see what's their why. And everybody's like, oh, I don't know how to figure out a why. <laughs> That's the hardest thing for some people. But seriously, what, what instead of calling it a why, what I like to say when I'm in that decide phase with my customer or my client, I just tell them, you know, let's make a personal promise. 
It's just like when you get married, you've made a personal promise to your husband. It's a commitment or, you know, any relationship for that matter. You've made a commitment. So let's let's turn that around and making a commitment to yourself. What are you deciding to do? And like, who do you need to become? Who do you want to become? You got to really be honest with yourself with this, right? Like, I think that's so true. Like when you talk about your why, and if your why is, well, I want to look good in a bikini. I don't, that might not be strong enough. You know what I mean? To get you through, like, is that who you want to be? Is that deep and really thinking it? Cause then that's not going to, um, I, I guess kind of give you that drive, to reach those health goals. I feel like it has to be more emotional than that. Yeah. That's more of a surface mm-hmm. physical thing. So yeah. like immune health. I find, you know, when I'm working with my clients, I want them to give me something personal and they can't give it to me. I'll say, well, give me who's a, the most important person in your life. And if somebody says to me, well, of course my kids or my grandkids. And I say, well, okay. How come you don't want to be healthier so you can get down on the floor and play with your grandkids or your kids? How come you don't want to be able to get out and go for a run with them or walk at the park? Then they start to feel it. And if you're in a healthy state and let's say, you know, you're very unhealthy and you're in a position where you're, you're having health problems, you're having heart problems, you're having diabetes. These are things that you have to, that will really push someone to decide. Okay, but if you're not there yet, then I think it's it's a really good exercise to do is just taking a piece of paper and putting a line down the middle and putting what am I willing to do and what am I unwilling to do? Yeah, because that helps you decide, because if you're like, for instance, just like a really quick example, if I'm willing to go to the gym in the morning, maybe I'm not. I want to work out at home. That's something I'm unwilling to do is go to the gym. Does it make sense? Like you are doing the honest truth of what you want to decide to do, what your health lifestyle should be. And maybe you're willing to go for a walk at lunchtime on your lunch break, but you're not willing to get up at 5 a.m. to go work out. Or you're not willing to give up those Doritos because those are your most favorite snack. That's okay. So I think if we're really honest with ourselves, just writing down whatever they're willing and unwilling to do, that kind of starts the process of deciding, you know, and it doesn't mean that you have to give up all your favorite snacks. It just might mean that you're just going to add in some more healthier options and start adding in some more movement and some more water. And that helps you to create this decision that you're making for you to move on to the next step. When I love when you say the power of one, because I think that's so true. I think, you know, I think people are like, okay, on Monday, I'm going to go to the gym every day for an hour. I'm going to like have salad all day, you know, and I'm, let's say you go from like eating out every day and being sedentary. And then you, you have these lofty goals. And it's like, you're saying, okay, let's start with, okay, let's take away one soda and replace that with water. Let's do Mm -hmm. that. Okay. Let's look at, okay, you're not going to the gym at all. So let's look at two days, you know, and, 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 and instead of like this huge, I think then people get overwhelmed because it seems like they have to make so many changes at one time. Well, I mean, personally, I don't ever recommend anybody go to the gym, like right away. If they're a person that's never done that, I feel like that's super overwhelming. So I always find it's best just to start with water and taking a walk. 
Yeah. You could walk around your house. You could walk outside. It could be for five, 10 minutes and just do that consistently for a week. And then the next week, add more time to that. Um, just little things make a big, huge difference. And Absolutely. the more important thing is that like we're doing it forever. So if that's not so for me personally, I'm not a fan of like a cycle class or bicycle, you know, all my clients that I've had in the past, they always used to teach that, oh, Mary wouldn't do that. That's what I'm unwilling to do. Yeah. I don't care for that type of exercise. Yeah. So I know for a fact, I'm not going to be able to just sustainably do that on a daily basis. So that's not something I'm willing to do. But that doesn't make me unhealthy. It just makes me deciding that I rather walk, do Pilates or do strength training. Those are my favorite forms of exercise. Everybody yeah. has them. So that's what I'm trying to say is like, when you make that decision, don't make it for someone else, make it for yourself. Yeah. Like follow and, your joy, something right. that sounds good to you, not what you're like, you're Absolutely. supposed to do. Because yeah. if you do that, then it's going to be simple and it's going to be sustainable because the most important thing is the longevity of your lifestyle change. Because if it's not going to be a lifestyle, if you just change in for six weeks, yeah. Anybody could do that, but we cannot continually keep consistent. That's the problem. Yeah. So that's what I teach. And so number two D is dedicate. Okay. So in the dedicate phase, what you're going to do is you're going to learn how to devote time to yourself. That's the biggest issue. I think when it, you know, consistency and time, those are the biggest excuses I always hear from people. Well, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Okay. Raise our hand. Who has time to go on Facebook for an hour <laughs> or Instagram or whatever you listen to watch, you know? Right. TikTok. Scrolling. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. We all have time. Uh, we all have time. We just don't devote time. We don't devote time to things that matter to ourselves we devote time to our children yeah. we're not going to say if they ask us to read a book we're not going to say no i'm not reading you a book of course not if our grand if my grandson asked me to read him a book he's only seven months but i, I i'm just saying i read him a book every single time i babysit him mm -hmm. because i want to devote time to him so why wouldn't i do that for myself reading learning about nutrition learning yeah. about health or how about just taking a walk and putting in an audio and listening at the same time. That's devotion to myself. That's devoting time and effort. So that's what we want to do is we want to start dedicating our life, you know, and in this section, I would also like to remember, remind ourselves, I should say that dedication to yourself means how are you talking to yourself? Yeah. And that's a huge key for mindset. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think, therefore I am right. I yeah. think therefore I am, or if you think it's impossible, then it is for you. Okay. So your mind is so powerful mm -hmm. that if you're squashing yourself every day, if you're, if you're self-sabotaging yourself, if you're, if that, if you're letting that self-doubt come in, you know, it's going to make you feel like you can't. And so we got to somehow squash that self-sabotage instead of letting it squash us. Yeah. And I think that, you know, some of the words that come in our brain are what stops us the most. And that stops us from consistency. Like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to look like her. Yep, probably you won't because you're going to look like you. Yeah. And I think that in that dedicate phase, we have to start to just give ourselves that self-love and self 
um, appreciation and mm-hmm. self compassion, you know, self compassion, yeah. because, you know, just, just like I said, start where you are yeah. and do what you can. I'm not saying not, like not that where Jessica is yeah. and start where, you know what I mean? So that's what I think yeah. letting go of that. Oh, I have to look like her. No, 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 no. You're never going to look, I'm never going to look like you and you're never going to look like me. And Kelly's never going to look like me. And you, you know what I mean? We all have different bodies. We all have different ages. We all have different body types. And you've got to learn to love who you are so you can dedicate yourself to this lifestyle change. And I think that's a huge key. And I think so many times, you know, uh, you know, at Chasing Brighter, we've been talking so much that for women, oftentimes we become people pleasers. It's easier for us to do for others and not for ourselves. You know, I think about on the airplane when they say, put your oxygen mask on first before you put your oxygen mask on your children. And I think about that and it's like, We are living, breathing examples for our children uh, on what, to me, like what a wife and mother does. And I don't want them to say, oh, a a woman, wife and mother never sleeps, does for everybody else, never does anything for themselves and has absolutely no life, right? (laughs) Like you're modeling what that looks like. And it's like, I want them to see like, no, I have things for myself and no, I'm doing things for myself. And also if you try to be everything to everybody, you end up being nothing to nobody. It's like, you have to fuel yourself to have any emotional energy left for anybody else. I cannot agree more. That is perfectly said. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes when I've when I've worked with people and I've asked them to give themselves an hour a day and it doesn't even have to be a full hour. It could be like 15 minutes here, 15 minutes here, 15 mm-hmm. minutes here, 15 minutes here. They freak out. Yeah. And that saddens me because we should be de- dedicating our time devoting it to ourselves because our health is most important thing because how can you be good to everyone else your mental health Mm -hmm. your physical health all of it together you know it's going to help you and i mean i'm i'm one of those people that are like yes let's do two things at once like walk listen to a book about something that's going to calm your mind yeah you know do some meditation do some relaxation go get a massage you know Self-care is not selfish. And I know that that keys, people start to realize that a lot more nowadays, but I feel like there's so often we just don't do it. We don't devote that time to ourselves, you know, and it makes a huge difference and it makes you a better mom, a better everyone, better worker, everything, because you're, you're fulfilled, you know, and it's such a old saying, but fill that cup. If you don't, if you yeah. don't, you're going to be sorry and you'll start to feel terrible and you won't be sleeping well. And I mean, sleeping is the biggest, hugest thing of lifestyle. You know that. So, yeah, you know, so, but yeah, that's that, that's, that's the important part. And it's once you get to that point where you're like, okay, I really starting to love myself. I'm starting to feel like it is possible for me, you know, and, and, and really feeling that then I think the third one is probably the most important and that's develop the third D. So where am I going? How am I doing, you know, evaluating that on a daily basis and, you know, starting to really hone in on what it is that's creating this healthy person. Am I drinking enough water a day? Am I sleeping enough? Huge, huge factors. Um, They're very simple, but unfortunately people don't stay consistent. You know, am I nourishing my body with foods that give me life? You know, I can tell a difference if I ate five cookies and and there's nothing wrong with eating five cookies because 
I am an intuitive eater and I try to just, if I want a cookie, I'm going to eat it. But if I eat five cookies compared to eating, you know, more of a healthier meal, like some chicken, some rice, some broccoli or something that's giving me all my macronutrients, it's a huge difference. Yeah. Notice how you feel after the energy level, but like, you know, yeah, I might get some fast energy from cookie, but it's not going to sustain me to have brain power, to have workout power, all the things that I need for my body to work. And so, you know, that's the part that I guess, you know, the the time that you want to really focus in is because once you get to that decide, dedicate, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. And then we're at develop. And that developing stage is like, you're like, okay, wait, I've been doing this for eight weeks. I don't see any difference. Why am I doing this? Because it's not, you got to keep going, (laughs) you know, and that's the whole forever mindset change and that forever kind of thing change. You got to continue that lifestyle and it's got it. It's not, you may not see a ton of changes. Well, there's a lot of ways to measure that, right? So what do you recommend if someone is saying, okay, I'm just totally, um, you know, tamed by society and I, I can only think of health go- goals being measured by the scale mm-hmm. and I lost two pounds Mary <laughs> and and so how, what would you say okay let's look at what let's look at these things these are what we want to be measuring and what would you say okay so personally I don't weigh ever because I mean maybe once or twice a year I feel like the scale is very deceiving so I amen thank you (laughs) I mean recently (laughs) I'm more concerned about how many push-ups can I do how strong am I yeah you know how are my jeans fitting and if they're not fitting get rid of them and get a pair that does because (laughs) in my opinion Beating ourselves up over clothes that don't oh, fit anymore. I love you, Mary. Ridiculous. Thank you. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, why are we doing that? Why are we having, you know, like just if you're if you have a pair of jeans that's like six sizes smaller than you are right now, please give them away to someone that will wear them and you don't have to look at them anymore. It's ridiculous. It's like punishing yourself, it's right? Terrible. Yeah. Instead, focus on what I just talked about, drinking more water eating the foods that nourish your body. I mean, you don't have to do a full on food prep, but you need to start realizing like this food makes me feel good. This food doesn't make me feel good. If if it's gluten filled, maybe your body's getting bloated, recognize that and take that away maybe and see if something's not working for you. So food is, is a highly important reason that people stop because they think that they can't go out to eat dinner. They can't go do normal things. So, so for me, I think a way of, of seeing how well you're doing is seeing how well you can coexist in regular society and eat out dinners and be able to choose options that you can do so. So you can live that consistent lifestyle. I eat out all the time, but do I choose fatty fried processed foods? No, but I don't want to eat out, you know, at a place where I probably wouldn't eat out at a fast food restaurant. That's not my thing. Um, But if you do have to eat out at a fast food restaurant, you have choices. So if, for instance, like if you want to go to In-N-Out Burger, you would wrap it up and, you know, do like a protein style burger yeah. or something. You know what I'm saying? If you're in an instance where you have no choice, but it's okay, you know, not beating ourselves up well, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. and just learning that process. Yeah. You know? And talking about that, it's like, I've been so, so I'm on, I, um, I went 365 days without dieting. 
just want to let you, everybody know it's been 14 years of me consistently dieting up for the past 14 years where I lose five, gain eight, lose eight, gain 10, right? This is what I've been doing. And so my brain had been so messed up about this is good and this is bad and this is bad and this is good. You know what I mean? Just, and so I've just been working so hard on deprogramming that then I'm overwhelmed. We travel a ton for sports. And I talked to my, uh, this nurse practitioner who I love so much. And I was like, I'm just having a problem traveling and trying to figure out like we're on the go. We might be in the middle of nowhere and all our options are like fast food, right? It's like we're in some small town somewhere and I don't know too. And she goes, oh, and she had the book in the office of eat this, not that. Do you guys remember that? I think it's from Men's Health. And it's so simple. You know what I mean? Like if she was giving me permission, Jessica, you can eat at that place. Look, look, eat this, not that. And I think that's what happens. Right. And I think I had a friend one time and she was like dieting and she was like, I'm not eating anything. I don't know what to eat. I'm so confused. I'm just not eating because I don't know what to do. That's a mentality that you, first of all, Jessica, take a deep breath. (laughs) Seriously. How much better do you feel after that year? I'm just oh, I know it was. Go. Can I just tell you? I know that sounds stupid. It's so hard for me. I, I have been immersed in diet and I would culture, fluctuate and I would, and I would yeah, 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 I would be Monday. Okay, on Monday, I'm just not going to eat carbs. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, then I was like, wait a minute, don't do that. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Weight Watchers. So Monday, yeah. I'm gonna just, I, I need to lose five pounds this week. Right, <laughs> and I mean, see, seriously, that is so. The um, when I have my course is all about that that goal of it because people yeah. are like, wait, what's our goal? What's our goal? We have to lose weight, right? We have to do this. We have to change our body. I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah. I know that's probably not very popular and that's probably, you know, people need to learn what you just learned yeah. that year. Guess what it gave you? Your goal was peace. Yeah. And that's my hugest. Can I tell you, I, you uh, it is peace and self-acceptance. Absolutely. It is like, I am loving myself. I'm loving my body. You know, I don't, that just beats you up. It just beats you up. And it's just like, and also there are so many, like we're talking about measurable goals. Like I went to my doctor, I have my blood work's amazing. That's you know what I mean? I go, I walk. I kind of got distracted when you asked me that. That's the huge measurable goal. The biggest goal though, I think for me, for, for people is, you know, I mean, it's hard for me because I do not really believe in that. I think it's all about how you feel. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's great if you can fit in your jeans, okay. But if you can't, then get rid of the clothes and start from where you are that. and do what you can. And that is so true. That measurable goal is immunity, not getting sick all the time. Yeah, training helps mm-hmm. with that. So does you know taking vitamins. That's a great right. Oh, I haven't gotten sick in six weeks, right? I've noticed I had ten colds, and you know, someone saying I had. 10 colds in 2022. I didn't sleep well. Now I'm sleeping well. You know, there are so many other ways to measure. The peace of knowing that you're not eating a good or a bad food. Yeah. That you're eating to nourish your body. Yeah. And if you are in a situation where you have nowhere else to eat but a but a fast food restaurant, you just do what you can with what right. you right. It's okay yeah. if you eat that sometimes. Yeah. Right. And that's okay. Like just that whole, you know, I got to have this or I got to have this or I got to have, you know what I mean? None of that matters. I mean, I love the intuitive eating book that is out. I don't know. It's which one. It's just called intuitive eating. It's by okay. those few psychologists. I can't, I have it somewhere, but I don't know. By have Beck? It. By Judith Beck? 
I think so. I can look it up in a second if you want. But yeah, um, no, we'll put that in the on the blog post yeah, for everybody. Yeah. But that's um, what I, yeah, yeah, that's so what I, everyone's I, I mean, intuitive eating is it's kind of an old fashioned book and it's long because I read it and I audited the audible, but I also have the book and there's parts that I've highlighted. But mm-hmm. intuitive eating, people think intuitive eating is like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. <laughs> Not so much what it is. It's more like mindfulness, but also just being really, really conscious of our hunger cues and our full cues. So that's that's it in the gist. And that's pretty much what the whole book talks about. But seriously thinking about like that and just going like, you know, I'm at all you can eat sushi, okay? <laughs> or I'm at a buffet. And you're thinking... I can eat as much as I want, right? But can you? I want you to eat until you're full and then you're done. I don't care if you only thought you got like $12 worth of your $29.99. (laughs) So that's what I, I mean, that's an intuitive eating mindset is realizing I can stop eating now because I'm full. I feel full. I don't want to physically feel too full. And then really being honed in on our hunger cues. I have found that most of my clients I've worked with were not eating enough And that's why they weren't losing or changing Mm. their lifestyle because they were starving themselves. If you're starving and you're trying to do strength training and working out, it will not work. Your body won't gain muscle. And the more muscle that you have, the more fat you lose. So that's why I'm a huge component, especially I'm over 50 of over 50 year old women. We do not do enough strength training. You know, if you're on that elliptical for 12 hours a day, you're not going to lose weight like you would if you were, say, you know, on that strength training cycle of gaining muscle, doing some form. And that's helping bone density, right? And density training also builds muscle, which women, as we age, just like everything else goes away a lot. (laughs) Okay. So we have to build that muscle so that that muscle will lose fat. It's just, it's just the way women are built. Like men are, you know, losing, if you go on, let's, if you're in that diet culture and diet mentality and you go on a diet at the same time as your husband, he's probably going to lose like 25 pounds and you'll lose one. And the reason being is that men naturally have a way higher uh, muscle ratio than a woman. So that's why we, it's so important that we build muscle and that we, you know, do strength training exercises, the basics, you know, squats, lunges, if possible, or, you know, something that's moving our body in that way, or like a booty lift, or, you know, where if you can't do lunges, you can lay on the floor and do like a what is that called in Pilates? You know what I'm talking about? Like a bridge. <laughs> but, you know, where you lift your booty up and oh, bridge. You know, bridge, oh, bridge. Okay, bridges. And they call it different notes. things in different areas, but <laughs> bridge with some weights on you or, you know, a plank. Those are all building exercises of muscle, squats, push-ups, you know, basic stuff that build muscle and or going to the gym and doing some exercises. But what I'm saying is, is those kind of things help to develop us into a healthier being, you know? And, um, and so, you know, I think that's really important. So develop, you're talking about develop. So it's also kind of about self-awareness or like, because you talked about like almost like training, is it partly like training yourself to listen to your cues of your body? And that's think, part of um, just development. Kind of coming to that point where you're now you've learned, you've decided, you've dedicated, mm-hmm. but how do we develop that further? Meaning, 
you know, where am I going? Where am I at? Kind of that self acceptance phase, that Mm -hmm. self realization, like, do I need to drink more water? Do I need to sleep more? Now we're really focusing and honing in on what we need to do to be a healthy person, right? Like eating to nourish, um, doing some daily walking, doing some strength training, Pilates, whatever that looks like for you. Um, you know, cause I don't believe like there's any size that is a healthy size. I just believe we're all the same, you know, we're all different and there's no size healthy. It's just, you know, that's the size healthy <laughs> period. There's, you know what I mean? So, yeah just learning about that. But I also feel like in that developed phase, we can kind of start to feel like, oh no, I'm not doing well, or or, um, I'm kind of getting bored of this, or I'm not feeling consistent anymore. I'm starting to fall off the, because you're getting out of that phase where you're, you know, excited, right? So I think that that starts to happen. Here's some things that you could do that would give you some tips to kind of keep going. Um, One is get an accountability partner. I think that is huge. Um, And, you know, it doesn't even matter, like, if you've been in your lifestyle for working hard on your lifestyle for many, many years, there was, there was just a recent time recently for me that I just was like, ah, I'm not really feeling it. And it's normal that happens. And I was going to Pilates and I haven't been doing that because I just kind of didn't want to have that membership anymore. And I still have my gym membership. And it's so funny because I feel like my friend and I were both talking about it and she goes, Oh, I have a membership there too. And I was like, Oh, let's meet. And it's been so fun because we meet three days a week and we do strength training together and it's helping me because she shows up and I know I'll be there with her mm-hmm. and it, it brings me joy because she doesn't know how to do strength training. So I'm kind of like the trainer hat goes on and I'm, you know, I don't train people anymore, but I used to. So I have that education. And so I feel happy because I'm helping her learn how to do strength training. (laughs) So it's feeding both of our souls at the same time as being an accountability partner. Um, Or even like having your friend that you haven't talked to in years or that you talk to occasionally that lives in a different city, just jumping on a phone call together and walking, you know, like, um, another way, or is just, you know, I do a lot of friendship stuff like that. Like, Hey, let's meet for a walk. And I mean, Jessica and I did that one day and it's just so nice because we're both getting exercise mm-hmm. and we can have our time together as friends. And I'm doing that actually tomorrow with one of my dear friends I hadn't seen in a while. So instead of like sitting at coffee, which is nice too, and that's always fun or going to lunch, but it's nice to get some exercise as well as talking with your friend, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I feel like it's like a therapy session half the time. Oh, <laughs> totally. Like, oh, sure. right. <laughs> right. It's just a fun time. Those are just some tips that I've found, you know, just a, finding that accountability with you. If you start to lose that or, you know, and you can always reach out to somebody who, you know, is also active and go, I've been kind of lazy lately, which is fine too. Sometimes we go through those phases, but it just to kind of help you bring yourself mm-hmm. back to that to that consistency spot. And again, it's a forever thing. So there's going to be months where maybe you didn't work out for a whole month and that's not a time to like beat yourself up. It's a time to just go, okay, we took a rest and now it's time to get back, you know, going again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that's, that's again, that quick fix mentality needs to go away because we're not doing anything for a reason. We're not working out to do this or do that. We're just healthfully taking care of our bodies, moving our bodies, getting some physical activity, drinking water, nourishing our body, because that's our lifestyle. That's the different mentality, right? We're doing it because this is what we do. 
It has nothing to do with losing weight. It has nothing to do with, you know, trying to be this person or that person or that size. It has to do with changing our perspective and how we feel and that we're more healthier completely. And that brings me to um, the, the fourth D, which is deliver. Okay. Mm. Which we always want to just start with deliver, right? We all want that. Okay. Give me that, you know, loss of the weight or whatever. And I just love hearing because you basically did what I want people to do is break free, right? So the delivery for me in my teaching is that I want them to remember that peace is our goal. Yeah. And you feel better because you've let it go. Yeah. You've let it go. You've let go of all the expectations. You've let go of all the diets that you try to lose and you try to eat this way and you try to eat that way. No, we aren't meant to live that way. We're meant yeah. to have peace within our soul and just continue and just be consistent. Don't yeah. stop. And if you do stop, then you just start again. Yeah. And try not to let it go much longer than a month or so, you know, and if you have a, a situation and, you know, there's going to be times and seasons in your life where it's going to be different. You know, there might be some something that happens, you know, where somebody in your family gets ill and you don't have time to work out every day. Yeah. That's going to happen sometimes. Or maybe you had a new baby. You need to give yourself grace in that season and do what you can with what you yeah. got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just yeah. the way it is. It's mm -hmm. got it. We've got to give ourselves more grace and love and just go, okay, you know what? Maybe you have an injury. I can't walk right now. Okay. Then let's just do some arm exercises and do some breathing and do maybe some yoga. So just do what you can with what you got. And yeah. th that could change a lot in the seasons. Yeah. And that's the delivery part because we want to really remember that peace is our goal and it's a forever kind of thing. This isn't yeah. something that we do occasionally. This is something we do always, you know, just changing that mm -hmm. mindset and thinking pattern to be a little bit more loving and in nature, you know, yeah, towards ourselves. And Mary, do you find like also with your clients that once that a lot of that stress that they've put on themselves goes away, then sometimes they find it easier to kind of evolve their own lifestyle and, you know, eventually kind of see themselves feeling so much better that they start to forgive themselves? Absolutely. And, you know, I've sometimes often have people do visualization exercises when I used to do, I don't do this much any often, but I used to do coaching just like one-on-one. -on -one. And sometimes I would have them visualize that. And it's funny after like what Jessica just told me after that year, they do, once they visualize it, it usually comes true. And that's what I mean is, you know, like not visualizing where you're putting yourself on a bikini on a, on a board, but visualizing how your body and your soul and everything about lifestyle wants to feel, you know, letting go of that chaoticness. And what happens when they do that is they receive such a different gift because nobody wants to feel like they're less than or not good enough just because of their size or what they weigh. Okay. So when we let go of that, sometimes we will lose weight and we won't even be trying because we've been in those consistent, simple, sustainable practices. And that's what I want people to get to. And mainly just to learn to just be, you know, 
happy with who we are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just being in that self-acceptance stage is so important because we have to accept who we are, you know? I mean, it's it's the hardest part, I think, because it's like saying like a, a Rottweiler is the same as a poodle. <laughs> We, we can't, there's no yeah. possible way that's going to, they're not going to be the same. So we have to just be like, okay, I am who I am. And it was really hard for me growing up because I was, you know, a taller, what people would say, bigger person, you know, and I even was told that, well, you're a big girl, you know, cause I was a different size than my mom and my mom didn't mean it in a bad way, but I feel like sometimes those things that were told to us, we believe. And so yeah. that would just make me want to eat more ice cream, <laughs> you know, and then that comes into that emotional eating piece. Yeah. And so that's, what's kind of cured me of that. And what you talked about too, is like, you know, just letting go of that diet mentality. Cause I would do the same thing. I would gain weight. I would lose weight. I would gain weight. I would lose weight. It was like this constant roller coaster chaos diet mentality, just constantly. Okay. Oh no, I ate too much during the holidays. Okay. Now I got to lose that weight. And then I'd lose the weight. Then I'd gain again. You know what I mean? It's just like, ah, get me off this roller coaster. I right. Well, because like you're talking about it, it becomes fraught with minefields, right. Too. So <clears throat> It was like a feeling for you, like different is bad, right? Like you're a big girl. What does that mean? Right. It wasn't said in a mean way, but it had you kind of right. There was just like the creation of shame Uh and thank goodness there's a huge body positivity movement. And now we are recognizing like you're saying um, they're healthy, right? Isn't something you can see. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And um, I love I love the four D's and what you're talking about, right? Because mm-hmm. what we're looking at is it's also a shift in mindset, right? It's like we want to make these small, sustainable, maintainable changes um, so that we can have a forever lifestyle. So it's 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 that what you're doing, right? Your lifestyle fits with your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so what are and and it's and it's like constantly uh, reflecting, right? This is working. This isn't working. Hey, I feel better. And I think what you're also talking about is tapping into our gut, right? Tapping into knowing what's best for you, like not what's best for everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and also being really super honest. I mean, I touched on that just very briefly in the decide phase, but being super honest with ourselves and sometimes even hiring like a coach or doing a video yeah. you know, program or some kind of a course or talking with a therapist, because I mean... Like one of my my clients I had recently, she and I walked through some things and, you know, there's a reason why she's in that pantry with a bag of chips and eating them all up, you know, all of a sudden. (laughs) And she realized, oh, man, I was really emotionally eating right then. And I was trying to avoid this. I was procrastinating that I was stressed about this. And that is something that is so helpful, I think, because when you're talking to someone else and they kind of help bring that out, either a therapist or a coach or, you know, lifestyle coach or something um, that kind of keeps that in that forefront of your mind so that when it begins to happen, we all do it. We all emotionally eat a little bit here and there. And when that, when that happens, it's easier to say, Oh, I'm doing that right now. And kind of just stop, you know, like I have this rule and it's just, I don't eat out of a bag. 
And if I'm eating out of a bag, there's a reason for it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't eat out of an ice cream canister. Because obviously you're doing that in an emotional fashion. I, yes, I do like, that with oh my God, kids. I'm, I'm like, get a <laughs> plate, get a bowl. You can always have more, but like put it. Because right. mm-hmm. there's something about what that does to your mind, yes. right? Yeah. And she laughed about that. And she goes, oh, that's going to be my new rule. And, you know, she, yeah. she texted me quite a few times. And she said, you know, I've went to the bag. But I stop and I think, what am I doing? Because it's not it's not healthy. So I think just being honest with yourself and realizing and taking up that, that, what is it called? The power of the pause, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Just realizing, oh, crap, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually eating away my feelings instead of mm-hmm. writing them, journaling them or something like that. So just healthier ways of keeping that sustainable, simple lifestyle and, and you know, not eating our emotions um, is important too. And I think that's a huge one that you know I also talk about that a lot in my course and um because I was I am an emotional eater and I try not to be like that anymore and I work really hard at it and I realize it so much quicker because I have that mentality of knowing um but if I just want to eat a cookie I'm going to eat a cookie it doesn't mean I'm emotionally eating a cookie every time do you see what I'm saying like just yeah the differences, you know, when you talked about it, like how, so, so during all of this, there's all these different ways that you can gather support. And I know you talked about a little bit, but like your, your course. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so excited. Mary is generously giving our listeners a discount on her warrior strong lifestyle three, six, five course. So it's WSL three, six, five. Normally this video course is $97, but for our listeners, we get a discount for it to be $29.99. And you can find this on Mary's website at warriorstrongwellness.com. So we're so excited. Thank you so much, Mary, for offering that. I think that is going to be a support um, when we are ready for that forever lifestyle to make those changes. What a great way to kickstart that with your course. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope it, you know, just helps people and on their journey to being a forever lifestyler. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah, joining us you, today. Really um, so I love this course this. a try too. Me too. We're yeah. totally going to do the Let's course. Do it. Yes. Right. <laughs> you guys are awesome. We'll see you soon. Thank All you. Right. All, right. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening and joining us today. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Chasing Brighter or on our blog, ChasingBrighter.com.